Praise the Lord for his word. May we turn to our Lord one more time for a word of prayer. Father, Lord, we thank you just for this day. Lord, as we look at our calendar, this is the Christmas morning. It's the last Sunday of this year. And Lord, if we look back, we can realize you brought us a mighty, mighty long way. And so, Father, Lord, as we look towards your word, we pray that your preaching power will come forward to continue to encourage us and strengthen us to walk and live a life in obedience in your will, we pray. Amen. Amen. Looking again at the gospel according to John, we looked at this series called Now Behold the Lamb. And I wanted to highlight that on Christmas morning that we're not just celebrating a baby that was born in a manger, but we are celebrating the coming of our Lord. We are celebrating God himself who saw fit to come in the form of flesh to die on the cross for our sins. I want us to celebrate that it's more than how we can exchange gifts and get our checklist taken care of or sitting on a man in a fat red suit or maybe pillows inside, but it's about our Lord and our Savior who sits high but yet looks low, that, that he can do exceedingly and above and beyond what we can ask or think or even imagine. We've talked about when we look at the Gospel of John, how in the, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. We also see how with the Word everything was made, and nothing was made that was not made without the Word. And then we see how the Word was in him was life, and in him was the light of men, and the light could not overcome it or comprehend it or extinguish it. And the light that came into the world, his own creation, rejected him, but it went even further, even his kinfolk rejected him but that did not stop him we see this word became flesh the gospel writer says we beheld his glory we saw he was full of grace and full of truth i want to highlight that when he says that the word was full of grace and full of truth it takes us back to exodus the 34th chapter when moses says lord can i see you god tells moses no man can see me and live but if you go back up to the mountaintop and cut out those tablets that you broke i might let you see the back of me and and so he gets up in the crest for the lord god puts his hand over his face passes behind he sees the back of the lord and the lord proclaimed who he is the lord the lord thy god is faithful and full of grace and full of truth and behold Moses got a glimpse of God's glory the Bible reminds us that Moses was so close to God that when he came down his face was radiant and they were in awe and an amaze that he had to put a veil over so they would stop staring at him but Paul exegete a little bit further says that the glory that Moses did have that was on his face was fading But they couldn't tell because he kept the veil on his face. But yet we can have a glory from Jesus Christ that will never, ever fade because it's eternal. It is everlasting. And it goes on to say that in this word was grace upon grace. Another translation says it was a gift upon another gift. In other words, if you don't know, tell your neighbor grace is God's gift. 
we define grace as God's unmerited favor. If you just look around, if somebody can somebody move their hands. Oh, you just showing God's grace because, you know, we don't deserve to be moved around like we are. But by his grace, we've made it one more day. Paul said only, only by God's grace, I am what I am. And we see how in God's grace, we know that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But it says, I want to give you a gift. What's that gift? Lord, you're asking some good questions this morning. I want to give you the gift of life and life more abundantly. Well, Lord, how can I get this gift? Well, you got to receive the son. Because it says all who receive the word become children of God. I, I'm just taking us back through Gospel of John 1 to the 18. You go back and read it. You will see. But what I'm saying is what's right there in the word. That it says that all who believe in him become children of God. Not by flesh, not by will, but only be God, from being the begotten of God. Because no one has seen him. But the only one who was begotten of him. And so this brings us into this dichotomy of why are we to behold this lamb? Because God reveals the Messiah to John, and John responds, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. To understand as John saw Jesus, we too need to be informed by God into who is the Lamb of God. John says, I did not recognize him, but so that he might be manifested to Israel. I came baptizing in water. John testifies, saying, I have seen the spirit descending as a dove out of heaven, and he remained upon him. I did not recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining upon him. This is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit, I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. You see what happened that he did not know who he was until God showed him a sign. He showed him a sign that I would not have known unless I didn't. I seen the Holy Spirit coming down on a dove upon him. And when I saw the movement of God as just as God said it would, I said, now behold. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Let me drive this home, walk down y'all block, because y'all looking at me with a blank face. Pastor, you're not talking to me. Let me come down right here. God's word is speaking to you. And he gives signs and instructions of what to look for. And the Bible says, that he says, Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. Do you know Mary was a virgin? And she was with child. And they call him Emmanuel, God with us. Think about when God moves, things move. He was born, the angels showed up. He was born, shepherds got told by the angels, go see this child that was born. He was born a star they'd never seen before, showed her at the time of his birth to draw wise men from somewhere far off to come all the way just to see this child. This child was born so much that the evil king was trying to hide himself from the good king. We see here that when God moves, things just start stirring up. And so you see, God told John the Baptist how he will reveal himself, the Messiah. John the Baptist sees it and says, this is him. 
And look, when he sees him again, it says on the next day. On the next day, he was still excited to see him. Will you be excited come Monday? As you were this morning? Will you still be excited about how you can see him? How you can walk with him? You can talk with him? Because it's a gift upon gift that never stops. We already know that we serve a more God. You know what I mean by a more God? God always wants to bless you more. I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room for. I, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Yes, so we serve a more God. He's into giving us more stuff. So, so you should be excited for tomorrow. Say, God, what you going to give me tomorrow? I'm going to give you more blessings and more grace and more truth because that's all I am. And that's what I have to give. And so in this process, God has given us the sign of Jesus. Now, looking at the sign that God gave us, that a mayor would be with child, we celebrate that. Even those who do not go to church, even those who do not confess Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, recognize the nativity scene. No, that's the Virgin Mary. That's baby Jesus. That's his father, Joseph. Those are a lot of the animals all the way around. They recognize, so they know the sign. But let's look at the purpose. The purpose is that God wants to be with us, but we can't be with him. Because in our flesh so form, we cannot see God. We cannot see him as we are. We must be changed. Tell your neighbor, I must be changed. And in order for me to be changed, I have to be prepared to see him. Tell your neighbor, I got to get prepared. I'm going to stick a pen in it one moment. I'm, I'm, I'm almost at my seat. To be prepared for anything in life takes time and preparation. Anybody been for surgery? Anybody gone to the dentist? Anybody gone anywhere? There's preparation that has to be done before they start doing some work that's going to change you. You walk in and you got some bad teeth, they're going to have to mess you up. They got to prepare you for your change. They're going to numb you down and stick a needle in there and see, let you know, can you feel it yet? And you say, nah, I can still feel something. They say, I'll come back later. And you, and you want to hurry or feel something because you don't want to get stuck again and have them working on you. Those who go for surgery, surgery supposed to be at 10 o'clock. You be there at 6 o'clock. Just so they get you ready. But it's not a guarantee they're going to get to you at 10 o'clock. But you got to be prepared for the procedure. I'm here to let you know that our God is an on-time God. And when he's preparing you, he's preparing you for a specific time and a specific purpose. And he's going to do it perfectly. And so we had to be prepared to see him. In the old times, they had to sacrifice a lamb twice a day, one in the morning, one at night. They had to have a lamb every seven years. Just look at through the ages that the lamb was used for Israel for sacrifices, for them to come before the Lord. And Genesis, you find out Jehovah Jireh, for the Lord will provide a lamb for the burnt offering, Abraham said. And then we, the Lord saw his faithfulness. The angel stopped Abraham, and he saw the ram in the thickets. Abraham called the name of the place of the Lord will provide, as they say it to this day. The text says, in the mount of the Lord, it will be provided. Then we see in Egypt, the children of Abraham were oppressed and enslaved. And the Lord, their God, sent Moses, a redeemer, to bring them out of in captivity into the promised 
promised land as he told their father, Abraham. Can somebody say the Lord will provide? And after the 10th plague, God instituted the Passover and the Passover lamb was instituted for them to begin their year. And now we have Jesus, the word and the visible God, who is the lamb of God, our Passover lamb. And now known to those who believe as the lamb, saying, saying loud voice in revelation, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And therefore God revealed to us Luke's horn of salvation, Matthew's Messiah, Mark's Holy One, and the God and the Gospel of John, God's Word that became flesh to become the perfect offering known to us as the Lamb of God. And just as for Abraham, God provided the sacrifice for him. He has done so for the world. He provided a sacrifice for the Israelites. He provided one for the world. The, the, the Jesus came to set us free from the captivity of sin. So that we can go to the promised land. Where is the promised land? He's making a new Jerusalem. And a new heaven. And a new earth. We're going to be set free. We're going to be prepared. Cast this cast. We're going to take off this old body. And put on a new body. To know death no more. But it's part of the preparation process. And the only way for us to get there. He had to come here first. Where would you be if that ambulance didn't show up when you needed it? Where would you be if someone did not come by when you was on the side of the road? Where would you be when you were lost at the mall or at school, but somebody came by and helped you out? Do you know that we were lost without the way in a dark world? But he sent the light, the true light. And in him is the life of men. And we can open up this gift every day and celebrate it every day. Lord, you've been good to me. You blessed me. You brought me from a mighty, mighty long way. As I open up gifts that loved ones give to me, Lord, I thank you that I have the gift that I can even feel the paper. Uh, I can smell the coffee or the cookies or that fruitcake or, or whatever it is that you got ready at your house right now. You can thank the Lord that he gave you the ability just to enjoy it because it's not because we've been good. It's not that we've been so obedient, but by his grace uh, and his mercy. For God so loved the world that he gave his only but gotten son that whomsoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Aren't you glad that Jesus came? He showed up at the right time while we were sinners, while we were lost, sinning in our grave. He snatched us out of the gap of death and sin and is forever going to be defeated. Do you understand that he came because no one else could? Moses could only temporarily save them. Abram can only temporarily save his son, Isaac. Every year they got to prepare a Passover lamb. But the song says, but the blood. Never, 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 never. 365 days, every minute, every second, every hour. It will never lose its power. 
So the lamb is before us every day. Worthy is the lamb that was slain, who came down from heaven to die on the cross for our sins. I'm done now. Good day, Zion. May the Lord bless you real good. But on your way home, you ought to tell somebody that he's been good to me. He set me free. He gives me gifts every day. Not just on the 25th, but every day. I worship him. I praise him. I love him. And he loves me in spite of myself. Oh, yeah. Is he good? Good guy from Zion. Tell your neighbor, behold the lamb. Behold the lamb. Behold the lamb that sets you free. Behold the lamb that loves you. Behold the lamb. Glory be to God. Let's turn to our Lord for prayer. Father, we worship you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you for the precious gift of the Lamb of God who died on the sins, who died for our sins for the world to set us free. And he was defeated death by rising from the grave on the third day. And Lord, we thank you that whoever confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that you are Lord and that you rose from the grave, they shall be saved. Lord, there might be someone here, Lord, who 